jam! Hello everyone and welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Monday Night Magic here on twitch.tv slash the mana pool. It is it is late as hell. <laughs> and we're not gonna take it anymore. Yeah, kind of <laughs> No, we're we're gonna we're gonna continue taking it. Uh, oh, okay. hopefully until November. So we're uh, not fighters. This is Monday Night Magic number six eighty eight. Squee assures me that that's right. That's what the internet said. It's not that I don't Trusting trust the internet. But I don't trust... Okay, yeah, 688. Awesome. Huh. How did I not notice that? Not notice what? It's 420. Because you yeah, haven't dude. been on any part of the internet today? That... Yeah, well, I was on the internet some today, but I was trying to get some work done, so I was trying to ignore most of the internet, and I apparently did a good job of ignoring most of the internet, because I didn't see a tweet about it even until just now. Oh, it's my yeah, laser they... eyes birthday. Pew, pew. They, they've been all over the, the place today. Huh. I saw well, a really good one from Animal well. Crossing that said something about a pot being the featured item, and I almost died. I appreciated the Domino's ad. Where they were selling pizzas for four twenty, and we nice. all knew why. Okay, this whole month it turns out is four twenty. Yep. Hmm. Which Stark just said, yeah. All right. Anyway, not I don't know why Clues decided to throw that out there, but whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry. So. I just happened to notice suddenly, and it startled me. My apologies. I will, from this point onward, attempt to be a professional. Clues is afraid of time itself. I pretty much am. I'm, I mean, we all should be. So, yes, I'm Chewy. There's Squee right there. There's Clues over there. Hey, hey. And, right, let's get to it, because there's a lot of crap going on, and I don't want to be here all night. <laughs> yeah. So, hang on, I have to fix this. Okay. A fighting fairy. Yeah, we've got a, we've got a fighting fairy. This is a thing that popped up on omaze.com, which I've literally never heard of. I feel like I've heard of that. Okay. I mean, I'm probably wrong. Oh, no, no, I I have heard of that. No, I haven't. Yeah, no, I don't know. All right, well, that was helpful. So, uh, this is a new uh, charitable donation raffle thing that has popped up. Support Make-A-Wish and design your own Magic the Gathering card at Wizards of the Coast HQ. So you and a friend will get to go create a card for an upcoming product with Mark Rosewater, brainstorm its mechanics, creative and balance, and get a behind-the-scenes tour of WotC, play a top-secret game against world-class designers with an unreleased product, and get flown out to Seattle and put up in a four-star hotel. And then it says... Note, this experience will be scheduled when it's both safe to travel and convenient for our partners. <laughs> Checks out. Thank goodness. So, you know, in November. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's a raffle. So if you donate five, uh, no, 25 bucks, you get 250 entries. Neat. It's essentially $10 per entry. Until you get up to fifty bucks, and then it's you get double the entries. So if you donate fifty bucks, you get a thousand. If you donate a hundred bucks, you get two thousand. And there you go. Since this is both magic and uh, 
charity. I figured we would throw it out there in case anyone wasn't aware. It ends in 71 days as of this stream. So, you know, get on that, I guess. Yep. I... I have no interest in going to Seattle to design a card with Mark Rosewater. <laughs> hey, there used to be an entire, like, crazy designer search for that kind of thing. And also there were those times when the community got to design their own bad enchantments. Um, now you can design the bad enchantment all by yourself. So what I don't Rosewater. understand is how I can design Lightning Bolt again. Um... I think the trick would be to make a functional reprint with a different name. Just call it Shock Stick. You throw it at someone like Zeus. I worry about my co-hosts. This spell cannot be countered. We just need to staple that to it. And we're good. Gross. So yeah, that that topic is done. Yeah. Hey, look, a new topic. Hey, a new topic. Yeah, it's weird. We try not to get political on on the show here. But Bernie Sanders tweeted that he supported uh, a TCG player warehouse workers uh, trying to organize a union. And that made us go, wait, what? And it turns out, according to this article on Vice, uh, that the uh, TCG player warehouse workers are trying to form a union because apparently because of its uh changes to the healthcare system it looks like the cause hey clues if if you're gonna type would you could you mute no because every time i mute i fall off the call that hasn't happened in a long time it's just the yeah it's because i haven't muted in a long time anyway i'm sorry i'll type quiet really distracting yeah 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 yeah. he got a new keyboard and it's amazing to type on oh my god it's so more to the point if you're gonna type on a loud keyboard commit Type like this. Yeah. You have to type like yeah. a Muppet. Get on it, man. <clears throat> Get a workout. Anyway, uh, yeah, apparently TCG players' uh, healthcare was going to more than double. And they found out with only three days before open enrollment. So, yeah, they're trying to uh, band together into a union, which, of course, TCG player management doesn't like because it's management (laughs) yeah let's be real no management wants its workers to unionize because then they make less money and that's not Not, a slight on tcg player that's a slight on everyone (laughs) it is generally seen as a power shift when it works yeah because the whole point of a union is in a perfect world (laughs) the whole point of a union is to give the employees some power against uh, unfair practices by their uh, employer so that the employer can't go, you know what? You're just fired, and here's I'll bring in someone else. For instance. Uh, civics class. Civics class, yeah. Uh, I do like that it says here that uh, TCG player did not return our request for comment. <laughs> of We're course not. shocked. There's no reason to do that on their part. No, no. So yeah, we're going to drop a link to uh, the Vice article down in the uh, the show notes for the audio version, so you should uh, you should go check it out if you're interested at all. Uh, I wish them good luck and hope that they can make something work. 
But anyway, it's just weird when... It's unexpected cross-pollination to feeds. Yeah, when Bernie Sanders mentions TCG player in a tweet, you're like, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Sorry? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, moving on. That's that's still weird to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's the, that's the uh, Vice article. Here we go. All right. Jumpstart. Which was going to release uh, sometime. <laughs> we'll now release later. Yeah, we'll now release on uh, July 17th. It'll, it'll release on Arena on the 16th. And it'll be on Magic Online on June 25th through Treasure Chests only. Now, when this popped up in the, uh, the Manipool Discord server, I said, and I quote, WTF is Jumpstart. <laughs> because one there's more important things in my life right now you know worrying about loved ones and whatnot and the other is product fatigue has finally caused me to completely forget that something was coming even though the three of us talked about this yeah just a couple three months ago I would wager that if you were to try to convince me that we did an episode about a product that doesn't exist, you could probably do it. I'd be like, oh, right. We did talk about that thing where they're just printing on Slim Jim wrappers. I forgot. Yeah. I hope they have great commercials. There's just so much magic-related nonsense these days and something was bound to fall out of my brain. This was, for those of you like me that don't remember, these two didn't remember either. At least Bill didn't. I don't think... Uh... I didn't remember. Uh, yeah, no, I had to be reminded of it. Okay. I mean, once uh, once you said a little bit about it, I'm like, oh yeah, we really did talk about that, Yeah, the Discord server was like, it's the... Uh, what did they say? This The sealed deck mashup thing. And I went, yeah. that, that doesn't help at all. With the pseudo-random, like, theme deck things. Yeah, the themed boosters that you then grab multiples of and smash them together and make a deck. And eventually that sunk in and I went, oh! The thing that seemed pretty neat, but did not really make it to long-term memory. But it could be dug out. It could be dug out. So, I just, the name Jumpstart meant literally nothing to me. I'm like, I don't even know what this is. And this doesn't say. It just says. Yeah. They're bad at reminding us or linking back to things. Yeah, I was going to say, if they would just link back, you know, right here, they have the perfect opportunity just to link back to the announcement article or any, literally anything. If only, if only there were some kind of like markup language that we could use for these sorts of things where you could have a spot where you could click and it would take you to another article. If only that existed. You and I don't right know what sort of sorcery you're talking about. Though. I know, it's crazy talk. But yeah, suffice it to say, that's what it was, and it is being delayed. Um, they did make a point of saying that like the actual core set is not, because they knew this was going to raise concerns about printing processes. Yeah, it says because of manufacturing delays due to COVID-19 is why it's been delayed. But apparently... Corset 2021 is still set to ship June 25th on digital and July 3rd on tabletop. With tabletop pre-releases taking place the weekend of June 26th. I would not set that or set my calendar by that everybody. I'm just saying. 
I'm I'm just saying. Yeah, that's three months away. Yeah, that. Uh... Think back to how many months March was for a concept oh of how God. long three months is. Yeah. Uh, just to jump on current events real quick, if parts of the country keep threatening to open up before we have rigorous testing procedures for COVID-19, we're going to see a second wave and the lockdown's going to continue. I don't even like the word lockdown, but the shelter-in-place, stay-at-home things should not be lifted and the places that are are in terrible danger. If you live in one of those places that are opening up, for God's sake, be safe. Stay inside. Yeah, if you have to go to work because they're forcing you to, please take precautions because it's going to be bad in like two or three weeks after that. Guaranteed. Yeah, that's the real problem. It's not going to be immediately. It's going to be... There's a lag. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah. So... Moving on, so the, just don't don't expect to go to the uh, Corset 2021 pre-release in person. Is I'm just saying. Ouch. Okay, so moving on. Uh, so Ikoria came out, which means we have policy updates for uh, judges and whatnot. Which really, this is all just judgy stuff about how companion works. Yeah, pretty much. I I skimmed through this. Uh, Here's the thing. If you're going to use companion, uh, don't screw up your deck. Yep. Yeah. That's it. But you know what? I appreciate how direct that is. Let me, let me tell you a fun game that I play with these sorts of things. Any, anytime I get something like that, I ask myself, Hey, could I shorten this sentence? And it's still true. And it is. Uh, If you're going to build a deck, don't screw it up. There you go. Words to live by, man. And uh, also, could you register the deck that you're actually using? That would be awesome. But also, be very careful if we ever have paper events uh, anytime soon. Be very careful that you don't accidentally, like, between games, sideboard in some stuff that makes your companion not work anymore. Right. And still present your companion, because that's going to cause problems. And Umpex just subbed for the ninth month on a four in a row. Thank you very much, sir. Welcome back. Uh, yeah. And that's really what all this is. There's nothing in here about mutate. This is all about companion, right? Yeah, well, it's the only one that we're, that rules-wise was weird. Exactly. Well, tournament rules-wise is weird. Okay, fair. Yeah, tournament yeah. rules-wise. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's lots of mutate weird Mutate is very weird <laughs> rules-wise. So, all right. I was going to say, but harder to screw up. But no, I'm confident. Life finds a way. I'm consistently amazed at the number of people who didn't bother to read any of the reminder text in any of the preview cards where it specifically says non-human under mutate. Yeah. Like, I see so many people complaining about that on, on Twitter. And I'm like, it's actually been there since the very first one they revealed. We even talked about it because yeah, clearly these said, people don't listen. Someone's going to mess this up and it's going to suck. Cause you're going to realize it like two turns later. Yeah. Like I saw people complaining that they thought arena was broken because they couldn't mutate anything. It's because yeah. they had a board full of humans and a mutate card in hand. <laughs> like. Who man. 
These were all things we ha- I know that we only had like a week to absorb or two weeks or a week and a half or whatever it was to absorb all of the cards from two sets at once. But like, is it the reminder text? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, speaking of companions, Magic Online has tweeted that, uh, well, they've spelled it wrong here, but Garuda, Garuda, Giruda, I don't know, Garuda? Garudo. Yeah, the place where, isn't that where Ganondorf is from? Yeah, the one with the best theme in Zelda 64. I'll take your word for that. Also, he called it Zelda 64. I did. That's my time frame. That's how old Bill is. That's what it was called for three years before it came out. But uh, due to an issue with Garuda, Doom of Depths, they're temporarily banning it in Legacy. Uh, because the only the only place to play is wait, on Magic wait. Online. You know. Which format? Legacy. The king of all formats. Uh, players who have the card as part of their Legacy League deck will be removed from the League and have their entry returned. Granted three packs of Ikoria within 48 hours. And then... That was at 7 p.m. on the 18th. And then at 8.13, they said, After further consideration, we're banning Garuda Doom of Depths in Standard, Pioneer, Modern, and Vintage as well. (laughs) After further consideration, the same card that doesn't work in these formats is also bugged in these other formats. Yeah. The damnedest thing. So, yeah. Now... As far as we can tell, it has to do with... Well, they said it... Ta, ta, ta. Hmm. Also, the Legacy Showcase qualifier uh, got moved to next Sunday, the 26th, at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, in case you care. Yeah. So, But anyone who qualified for that got an email about it, so whatever. Do, 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 uh, here it is. For those asking the issue with uh, Gaerda, because the person in charge of Magic Online didn't bother to spell it right twice, uh, is its interaction with Leyline of the Void effects. So they're hoping to to fix it. Yeah. But for now, there's an issue, and they're... they're so they, they just nixed it. They were like, you know what? This is causing a big enough hassle... And I, uh, Squee did some some digging around. Yeah, I found theories, but none of them were confirmed. But the theory that makes the most sense to me, you know, with all the editorial quotes around that, um, is that because the the functionality of the card is worse than what it's supposed to be, because things like Leyline are actually interfering with its ability to properly dig out creatures that it mills to put into play, just like the text on the card for people listening. The relevant text is um, when Garuda, Garuda, Ikaruga, um, enters the battlefield, each player puts the top four cards of their library into their graveyard. Put a creature card with an even converted mana cost from among those cards onto the battlefield under your control. And because it doesn't actually care that the cards go to your graveyard, if something interferes and makes them go to exile, you should still get to pick them as a creature but that doesn't work in Magic Online right now, so it's actually worse than it's normally supposed to be. Oh, okay. But the... Like, there are tons of Magic Online cards that are worse than they're supposed to be because of bugs. That doesn't usually get them banned. Um, The theory that made sense to me was that because if you lose a game 
or a round or whatever to um, a glitch, you can ask for, you know, reimbursement. And right now, Magic Online is, has an incredibly large amount of activity, including in tournaments that have, you know, prizes. The idea that you play it out and if it works out and that doesn't come up, you're great. If it doesn't work out and that's a thing that stops you, well, now you just get a reimbursement is not very sustainable for the game. Now, no one in WotC said this was the reason, but that's the main difference I can see because right now this is where you play it. Um, in Arena, it works, by the way. This is just Magic Online. Yeah. So, like, well, it's Legacy, the one the that has... not in Arena, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, so that's where that is. I'm sure they'll fix it eventually. Yeah, they said they uh, they're gonna try to. Whoops, no, no, where where to go? Oh, and to to correct, yeah, Leyline is in arena. It is. It was in a corset. Believe it was a corset. Wow, shows you how much standard I play. It's yeah, corset twenty twenty. Cool. Yeah. Really? But huh, okay. they work on entirely different engines, so it makes like sense. Like, not even remotely. Problems. They don't even recognize each other when they pass in the street. No. Nah. Then they should be at least six feet away and wearing a mask. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's tough to read cards from six feet away. Especially if it's wearing a mask. <laughs> Especially yeah. if it's wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's where they're at right now. So, I'm sure it'll get fixed soon enough. Yeah. Yeah, they said they're, uh, uh, hang on, where was it? There we go. Currently working on a fix that we hope to have out next week with several other fixes. So, that would be this week. So, hopefully, by the time you're seeing this, they will have fixed it or will be fixing it very soon. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm willing to bet this is a pretty big priority given this is the way that you play Legacy now <laughs> when we can't get together and whatnot. And it's the way that you play modern and it's the way that you play all the formats you can't just freely play through Arena. So they're going to want to fix it. Yeah, exactly. Hang on, I have too many windows open. Crack it. Okay. So, no playing with Gruda on uh, Magic Online whatsoever. Nope. But, just Garuda. It's not like Companion is breaking things. So, let's go to... Certainly not at all. The Commander Rules Update, which is really tiny. Let's make that bigger. There we go. Okay. So, the Commander's Rules Update is... Well, it's a whole lot of nonsense. Uh, they did a thing that I expected. They changed one of the rules so that companions work within the rules of Commander. Yeah. Which, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Lutri, they talked about why they banned it on day one. is because they knew they were gonna. So I actually why? appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, like, they, they looked at the card and they, they talked about it and they said, this is gonna get banned. There's no sense letting like people run out and buy it with the hopes of using it and then not, yeah, you know, use it because we're we know we're gonna ban it. So they just went ahead and banned it. 
That's fine. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of one-time things that they don't expect to happen again in this article, by the way. Uh, banning uh, Lutri before it came out. That's a one-time thing that they don't expect to happen again. They've also banned Flash. Uh... No. There it was. In Commander. Because of CEDH. Which... Now, chat, I know you've you've yelled at me before, but this is competitive EDH, right? I feel like that was directed at the chat. It, it was, yeah. Okay, good. I'm like, uh... <laughs> yeah, so, uh, competitive EDH, which for some reason is not its own format, apparently has managed to bug the hell out of the rules committee enough to where they said, okay, fine, we'll ban Flash and Commander if you will shut the... So... <clears throat> yeah. Uh, they, 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 they did. So now Flash is banned in Commander, the, the card. I love that this new website can't bother to have an image of the card. You know, just so... Or a link that you can mouse over or something. Nah. It's like they're following what Watsy does. And just not bothering. So, for anyone who's not aware, we'll go freaking look it up. Because, heaven forbid, they put it on the screen in the damn article that they're talking about. Alright, so Flash says, uh. For one and a blue, it's an instant. You may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. If you do, sacrifice it unless you pay its mana cost. Reduce by up to two. And apparently this is causing problems in competitive EDH? Like, okay. You know, I'd forgotten exactly how that works, and I take back what I said before the show about it not being that good. Yeah, like, this card was banned in... Yeah, I'd <laughs> completely forgotten the actual wording of the card. Was it Legacy? I... Yeah, it's banned in Legacy, it's restricted in Vintage. Yeah. And it's, it's still legal in Commander? No, it is not. They'll update mm. that shortly, I'm sure. Yeah. In theory. Uh, I don't know what the problem with it was in uh, Commander. I know that in Legacy and presumably Vintage, Protean Hulk was the issue back in the day because Flash Hulk was totally a thing. And it was totally... It was a totally bizarre. There were two different Flash Hulk combos that were completely bizarre. And some people playing the deck didn't even know how to do the combo. They would just play the, the car, the Flash, and drop the Hulk and hope their opponent conceded. It was it was a really weird time back then. Yeah, so, for one thing, we could play Magic in person. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and it got banned due to Protean Hulk and Commander too. Really? Huh. Okay. So whatever we we neither know nor do we care. We're just here to pass along the news that. Uh, Flash has been banned in Commander. Yeah. Uh, it it it's a little it's a little weird. They say, let's see, enough CEDH players who we trust have convinced us that it is the only change they need for the environment they seek to cultivate. Though they represent a small fraction of the Commander player base, we are willing to make this effort for them. I don't know why they won't just make a new format and say it's the same except for Flash, but whatever. 
Uh, it should not be taken as a signal that we are considering any kind of change in how we intend to manage the format. This is an extraordinary step and one we are unlikely to repeat. If we scroll up slightly, this is where we say it was a one-time thing and we don't expect it to happen again, but that might not be entirely accurate. Mm -hmm. That's about Lutri. Hmm. It goes on to say, We use the ban list to guide players in how to approach the format and hope Flash's role on the list will be to signal cheating things into play quickly in non-interactive ways isn't interesting. Don't do that. That is not how Magic players see a ban list. They see a ban list as a way, a list of cards to not play. If another card like Flash came out that cost three and did the same thing, they would play it. Yeah. Now, the whole social contract thing is one thing, but that's that's not a ban list. <laughs> a social contract is, look, you play that deck that wins on turn two, we hate you. We're not going to let you play that anymore. Like, that's yeah. what that is. It's not, oh, well, they banned Flash, so I guess I can't play this other card either without, because reason, no. I'm beginning to wonder about the rules committee and their state of mind. But anyway, <laughs> we believe Commander is still bad. This is reading again. Is still best as a social focused format and will not be making any changes to accommodate tournament play. <laughs> Except for this one. Taking responsibility for your and your opponent's fun, including setting expectations within your group, is a fundamental part of the Commander philosophy. Agreed. Organizers who want to move towards more untrusted games should consider adding additional rules or guidance to create the commander experience they want to offer. But we're still going to yield to these CEDH players and ban Flash in normal EDH. Anyway. <laughs> like, I... This whole section makes little to no sense to me. I... I don't like the concept of competitive EDH. Um, but I think the bigger issue with it, in my mind, is... Given EDH was this sort of casual, fun thing that people did that wasn't meant to be competitive. When they started popping out ban lists and things like that, it was mostly to be conducive for if you go into a story, there's some stuff that's kind of accepted as, you know, if you don't know the people, then you can still play without like going through your 100 list and verifying everyone's cool with every card. Yeah. But like, that's still not competitive. That's just to save time. Like competitive EDH is this thing where you're saying, okay, well, be cutthroat because that's what makes you win because we're competitive now. But don't be dick cutthroat. <laughs> and like, that's a really hard line to draw with strangers. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> <clears throat> pretty fair, too. Uh, so, yeah, that was... Uh... That was from the rules committee. Thanks, y'all. It's it's very weird. Yeah. They're like, look, we we're, we don't want to make changes for the competitive EDH people. So here's a change for the competitive EDH people. But we really believe that if they want to do competitive EDH, they should probably make their own thing. But we're still going to make this change for them because we're cool like that. I'm like, 
<laughs> All right, y'all. Whatever you say. Question to the host: Would you have Protean Hulk or Flash banned if you had to pick one? Well, Flash is clearly the problem. So yeah, yeah if Flash. I was going to pick one, it would be Flash. Yeah, they picked right. Protean Hulk costs what six? Yeah. So you have to. Like, even if you ignore Protean Hulk, what Flash does in any deck that is vaguely trying to use it is going to go hard against the plan of, you know, we play some stuff and then we either ramp out or we bust out some big cool thing. Cause like it just does enable a bunch of stuff. Like the drawback of this thing enters the battlefield and then dies is like a feature in a lot of magic decks. Yeah, like, let me just uh, let me just double check something. Cool, I don't need the sack outlet anymore. Right. Bam, let's do that. Yeah. Chad is telling um, us that uh, Protean Hulk costs seven. Apologies. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, let me just check something here real quick. Uh, Protean Hulk it costs five green green. Okay, do I ban that or do I ban Flash? Flash costs one and a blue. Flash, I ban Flash. Clues priorities hard in order. Yeah. Yeah. Clues is just looking at the color of the mana symbols. So. I was just looking at color identity, and uh, I'm, yeah, I'm that's got to go. Enabling ridiculous crap, and Flash is way more guilty of that. Oh, yeah, yes. Like, that's not even a hard question. Protean Hulk is sort of chilling over there with all the Titans and stuff. Like, yeah, you, you paid for it, or you it spent cool other resources to get them out. Neat. It was expensive. Hey, you know, it seems like it seems like all the all the bad things that people don't like that are unfun happen when free stuff happens in Magic. I really thought you were going to say someone plays a blue card. Well, oh. I was so oh. sure that's where you that's, were going. All right. Well, would you like to rewind? We can do a take two, right? Chewie no, edits no, the I, show, right? It's, it's yeah, totally. Now. Oh yeah, he totally edits the show. But no, you're but, right. Like historically, the cards that break Magic are the cards that convert one resource into a vastly better resource or the cards that give you something at the cost of effectively nothing like yeah see reference phyrexian mana yeah and that's what i was thinking of in probably time. the upcoming conversations about companion uh yeah so yeah that same person said well flash could be played fairly yeah but it's it's what it does is no, inherently wait, wait, whoa 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 unfair. i was gonna say have you read that card <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could use it for, like, not busted power cards, and that's cool. And, like, if your friend group is down with that, then you can run it in your commander deck. Like, yeah. Run also, what you want to run and that everyone agrees is okay. Also, Don't... Random KO just threw 100 bits. So, wait, there's a bunch of night magic tonight? Is it Monday? Darn I don't know. Passage of time. We literally have no idea anymore. Chewie convinced me there was a Monday. Yeah, there's always I guess Monday. It... I guess I could have signed in and seen if I had resets in Overwatch to confirm it was Monday, but... <laughs> that takes effort. Or maybe it was just the fact that I had to work today, but I didn't have to work yesterday. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So, we've got policy update about Companion. The judges are like, uh, well, the, the head judge here guy, uh, Toby Elliott, is like, it's fine. Uh, Magic Online is like, one of them is causing problems, but it's fine. Uh, Commander had to shift a word in a rule to make Companion work, but it's not like Companion itself is causing any... Oh, dear God! Bah. So, yeah, Brian Gottlieb uh, tweeted... Uh, when was this? Uh, two o'clock this afternoon. Companions took first and second in the Vintage Challenge... 
first through fourth in the Legacy Challenge. The entire top eight of the Modern Challenge, first through fourth of the in the Pioneer Challenge, and six of eight slots in the top eight of the Standard Challenge. Mm, seems fine. That's a lot of Abzan. Wait a minute, hold on. Might seem the other. What? It may seem not fine. The... There's a chance that it's the opposite of fine. Yeah, that's what and I'm in saying. fact, the dog is on fire. Yeah. Uh, I hey, you know, I don't I, think so. Let me let me just think about let me just think about companion here. I, I wonder is this a thing that lets you do something that you couldn't do before, like get around a limitation in magic, like I don't know, uh, hand size or uh, card availability. Oh yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's essentially a card that's always in your hand. Huh. That can't be uh, discarded. Um, huh. But it's... your opponent also knows that it's always in your hand and they can't make you discard it. Like, I think this is not a sign of the end times. I think this is a sign of a brand new thing that's making a bigger splash than anyone has ever seen or expected. But I think it's going to correct at least a little bit. I don't think it's the end of magic as we know it. I think we just haven't learned how to play with freaking companions yet. That's my take as a reasonable level-headed individual. I appreciate that self-qualification. Um, yeah, I having played other games that have less variance, um, I think that if you always know what your opponent's going to have on, like, turn two because it's always in their hand at the beginning of every game is sort of going to eat into the way that games play i don't think that's gonna kill magic but i think it is a change that magic itself is not really prepared people for because like there's the curve out and there's the not curve out but like you only get seven cards but if you always have your two drop cool I mean, now none of the companions, I don't think, are two drops. But No, I'm just using it as an example. Like, that design direction. Um, not a very good example. but <laughs> Fair enough. Um, having played games with less variance, you will get the same game more often. A bunch of them and are three drops, though. That is not that different from a two drop. It's pretty big. But, but on turn three, no, no. It's the same as a two drop on turn two, really. Yeah. And if you're going to play the same three drop and your opponent's going to play the same three drop on turn three, then that is less variance in your game. I don't think that's going to destroy magic. I think it's different. I can understand people not being as happy about it. Also, the competitive players play for consistency. And they always have. So yeah, they're yeah. going to jump in on this. That's why cards that casual players would never even look at, like, opt or peak <laughs> or any sort of blue card that lets you look I was gonna at say the name other blue cards. card. Yeah. 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 Uh, are always huge in uh, competitive deck lists because it, you're almost removing cards from your deck. Yeah. That's what's the one that's banned in all in modern and all the freaking formats Island. No, the, 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 the spell, I get them all confused. Ponder. That was a preordain. It's one of those or both of those or something. I don't know. They're cards um, that like you'd never play unless you're trying to win a tournament. 
like all the variations of like Cataxian Probe and stuff, the things that are super cheap yeah. or free and let you effectively lower the size of your deck. Exactly, yeah. For God's sake, Urza's Bobble saw play in uh, uh, some decks for a while because it's essentially removing four cards from your deck. Like, so what? What clues says that clues? What Squee says is true. But uh, and by extension, what Clue says probably not. Pro- probably not. Although no, seriously, I gotta say the uh, the 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 things that I think make Magic the worst. And, and that break magic the most and that make it the most unfun for everybody involved are things that um, are free. We already talked about that and things that drastically reduce or uh, drastically minimize variance. There's nothing wrong with reducing variance a little bit. It's when you minimize it so much that it becomes a problem. And yeah. That's what this card always in your hand. It kind of falls into that second bucket. True. But the thing about I don't understand why people are freaking out so hard about companion. It's literally a card that's always in your hand that you can only ever play once. I mean, how often do you play a card more than once in a game of Magic? Well, it's not like uh, people were comparing it when it was first revealed to the hero power, uh, hero powers in in Hearthstone and Ganon Baku. Yeah, where you have a deck building requirement. And if you meet it, then something massively overpowered happens. Where, it, like with Ken and Baku, it was either your hero power, which is always a thing, uh, either costs half as much or is always insanely overpowered. And in this, it's a thing you can cast one time that your opponent knows is in your hand at all times. But it does drastically alter your decision making for keeping a hand. Very true, but that. That's called strategy. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, the the point that I think both of you are talking about at the same time right now is that it's a change to how magic works. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And we are not known as a people for being okay with changes to how magic works, especially coming off of several years of Watsi repeatedly making giant design mistakes that have shifted formats and resulted in bans. Yeah, and it, it does upset a delicate balance that evolved over 20 years. I mean, I'm fine with them changing stuff up because I remember people freaking out about the first Planeswalkers because it was different and new and changed the game. You know what's going to kill the game? Mythics. Yeah. I mean, it, it sucked. <laughs> yeah, the Mythic rarity was was going to make magic uh, unbuyable and unplayable, and it was going to lead to it its It made it more expensive. I mean... Yeah, but there it were didn't negative kill consequences. No, I didn't say that. My point is that people are dreading things because they have negative consequences. Not that the game is ending. Anyone yeah. who says magic is ending is just going to say that because they stubbed their toe on a magic box. Like that's just what they do now. But like, it's fair to see negative trend, and that's why people are being negative. Yeah, like there's one person in chat who keeps saying, "So what do you do when your opponent always has eight cards?" Well, why don't you? You could play Companion too. Then you have eight cards. Then they don't have advantage. Because I'm not a dick. That's that has nothing to do with being a dick, Clues. I'm just I'm just hearkening back. It's a callback to Squeeze earlier. That was oh. that was not a good callback. No, <laughs> that was a good one. callback. Look, I've only got so much, and I but used it all up. My point here is, if it's that big a disadvantage, then to you that means it's that big an advantage, which means you should be playing a Companion deck too. Right, but it for, using that logic, it then forces me to play in a way I didn't want to play. Well, I then mean, figure out how it's not magic. 
<laughs> figure out how to not make it such a giant disadvantage. There are ways around it. It's literally week one. Like, people will figure it out. I and think... if they don't, Watsy will have to be like, oh, God, what are we going to do? No more companions ever, I guess. We're You can't play that in any format. You can put it in your deck, but it's not a companion. Okay, bye. I mean, None of these cards are good enough to put in your deck if it's not always in your opening hand. So, I think it's one of those things where it has an intrinsic advantage. And if you're playing in a competitive format where it's available, you're probably going to play to that advantage. And that does reduce the number of viable cards. I also acknowledge that no matter what period of magic you're looking at, there's a very small ban of viable cards if you're considering yourself a legitimately competitive player. And that these are just going to take up a bunch of those slots. Yeah. Um, I don't think that they're really taking away choices because, like... There have been a lot of formats where, you know, some of your slots were mana fixing because if you didn't play a four-color deck, you lost. And, like, that's just what you did in those formats. Um, I'm not holding my breath on this being a common thing going forward. I think they're, like always, testing it a little bit, and then in, like, three or four years, if this works out, we might see more of it. But it's a test. We'll see how it goes. If it completely runs over the format... They'll slide it over into that corner with the Phyrexian mana and everything else they're not allowed to do anymore. Um, it can hang out with Storm. Yeah, and since some of the snarkier elements of chat are pointing out, I'm not saying there isn't a problem. I'm saying it's not the end of magic as we know it. Companion is not going to bring down the competitive work. Shut up. <laughs> so, are people... Just because I haven't been paying attention, I've been like doing work work. Um, are people actually like non ironically saying end of magic? Because people ironically say end of magic all the time and people overreact all the time. Is this different from every other time? Uh, I have seen more people complaining about commander, a uh, commander, companion this quickly than any other thing ever. Okay. Got it. Um, I just say that because I feel like the making fun of people for saying end of magic is done so often at this point that it's almost a deflection of criticism. But if people are actually giving that real reaction, then yeah, have that. Um, I just want to make sure that that's actually warranted because there are obviously issues. I don't know if they're like critical issues or not. We'll see how things go in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, I think also we're all stuck on Twitter right now because people can't go outside and complain about other stuff. So that's True. probably magnifying every feeling everyone has. But, like, it's different. And Magic players, all Magic players, have shown time and time and time and time and time again that they fear all change. And this is a big change. So, of course, the first thing to do is get on the internet and complain about it. Rather than... Try to figure out a way around it. I'm sure there's a way to minimize just how powerful Commander is. Or Companion, damn it. <laughs> and uh, Conquistador. Yeah. And, but they're too busy complaining to actually figure it out. I, I suspect that most of the people that are complaining are not the people that are actually going to figure it out. This is how they're passing the time until someone does. Um, cause like if I were like a crazy deck brew person, 
I would love it if everyone's running the same kind of cards. It makes it a lot easier to come up with my rogue deck that beats it. <laughs> and they're not going to go on Twitter saying how to beat it. They're going to like crash a tournament and be awesome, and then we'll be fine. Yeah, like, there's got to be a way around this without Watsy having to run in with the ban hammer and smash ten cards. They're not going to ban an entire keyword. Duh. Not since anti and affinity has that been a thing, and this is not affinity. <laughs> This is not affinity. That is true. I think it's just a giant sea change and magic players, rather than figure it out, just want to bitch and moan. Because that's what I, magic players do, as we talk about all the time on this show. I think also so, the no, frequency ahead. of banning has made it seem like a more viable tool than it should be. Yeah. I I would like to criticize one comment. Uh, from you, Chewy, earlier, Okay, if I could. Um, so you made the uh, not-so-bold, definitely-true claim that uh, Magic players always complain about change because they, they, do. they, they hate change. Um, I think it's unfair to single out Magic players there. I think people hate change. Just overall, as a group, true. people hate change. But in this it's strategical... Scary game it's where you have to outthink your opponent yeah people don't stop and think <laughs> um i'm just saying this is this is a characteristic of human beings not just of magic players i don't i don't think that we should single them out as if this is a trait exclusive to to, to them i was gonna say us but i don't play magic these days so i mean i'm singling it out as a trait because that's who i'm talking to so Thank, thank he is you. identifying an audience. Yeah, thank you, Clues. Uh, yeah, but... I'm, I'm just saying, I think it's a little... I, think it's a little I will weird. be bold and say that Magic players are often incredibly entitled and whiny because they're the incredibly entitled and whiny circle that I put up with more than the other one. That's there fair. are plenty of other people out there that meet those criteria, but the Magic players are the ones that I have to interact with because I like Magic. So Exactly. So, yeah. It could be that I'm the asshole here and the companion actually is just the worst thing ever and they should ban it. But I really do severely doubt that. I think we will have a fun time looking back on this mechanic in like 18 months when we get to rotation and we're like, oh, thank God, it's finally leaving. Or, oh, hey, that was when that came out. That's in every set now somehow. <laughs> Let's hope it not. Just it takes that extra planeswalker slot and those just cycle through each time. Like every color gets one. Who knows? Merchandise. Yeah. So there you go. That's, I like it when I try to be the level headed person and try to tell people not to panic and people fuss at me for it. Thanks chat. I love you guys too. <laughs> just saying it's not as bad. <laughs> That and there are worse things in the freaking world to worry about right now than, oh my god, everyone's going to be playing these same ten cards forever. So? <laughs> I mean, do you remember when the difference between two different Abzan decks was three cards? I do, and they had different names. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that's kind of how I feel about most of it. It's like, yeah, this is going to be a thing for a bit. Just like when there's good equipment. Like, you remember when we got the swords and Scars of Mirrodin? And it was like, yeah, you're probably running at least one of the swords or like, you know, by the end of it, a ridiculously busted, you know, germ monster. Yeah, or, but like, 
everything ran those cards because they were good and they fit in mini decks. As Clues said in the Twitch chat uh, a while ago, I remember a time when you could play whichever Titan you like. There were six of them. I counted right. Worm Coil Engine. You could pick any one of these five Titans with the bonus Worm like Coil Engine, deck. and you could pick whichever one you like, and you could play it in standard. It's true. <laughs> Very true. So, yeah. I'm just saying. It's week one. Everybody, calm down. Okay? Okay. Don't worry. We'll revisit this topic as things go forward. Because if anyone's going to get bored with seeing the same cards winning every week, it's going to be us. It's us. Yeah, you're right. We're not playing against them or with them. We have nothing to gain from this. We're just going to be bored. Yeah. So, all right. Moving on. Uh, Magic Arena last week posted a state of the game. Uh, The big thing, as I'm sure everyone knows by now that has any interest at all, is player drafts. You're now playing uh, drafting with people instead of drafting against uh, a robot. The machine. There there you go. Good job. Now you can see just how bad common people are at drafting which is a thing I've seen pop up on Twitter a lot. We're like, wow. Are we sure we're not drafting against bots? Because I got past like a turn, whatever, around whatever, this card. And I'm like, yes. Did you never draft at your local game store? I really appreciated drafting at my local game store. Never since have I gotten six Garys in one deck. Exactly. So, yeah. Not everyone that plays Arena... Uh, uh, studies drafting. They just pick cards. <laughs> yeah. So, y- yeah, you'll be fine. Uh, It'll be okay. okay. There's a few other bits in here. Some, uh... I thought? Up here? No, it must be down here. Whoop. Oh, yeah, it was down here. They've got uh, some card UI improvements just to make things easier to see and tell what's going on new like symbol type things that you see on screen and uh they've got the roadmap here a 64-bit client mac os cube draft all things that they're working on uh in concept apparently mobile is planned for 2020 that was announced before wasn't it I mean, I know that Mo- they were announced that they were working on it. I don't know if there was this year slapped on it before. That's neat. No, no, I, I thought there was. Was there? Okay. Uh, yeah, I thought that was the actual like big news because it was it, it came it was off of an investors call. call. Yeah. And uh, in that investors call, they said, and of course, it's coming to mobile. I think at the time it was next year, and that was in 2019. But yeah, maybe it was okay. at the beginning of 2020, and they said this year. I don't know. But the point was, when we heard that, we all went, "What? What? What?" Yeah, like that was the way that it got sort of soft announced because they were telling their investors, this is doing great and it's going to do more great when we put it on those little addiction boxes. So. Look, it's an addiction box. Yeah. So yeah, and it will... Right here, it's so addicting. They're saying it will have cross-platform support, which is really the only way to do it. Yeah. If... It would be really weird if people on mobile could only play against other people on mobile and not people on PC. That yeah, would, that would go over great. 
That would be weird. It'd be like that awful thing where your friends have a different console than you do, and you're not allowed to play games together. Everyone hates that and has always hated that. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, that's that's Magic Arena. Speaking of Magic Arena, there's another uh, E League. What's it called? E League Showdown Magic the Gathering Arena. It's going to be this. this sorry, this popped up in the Discord server literally right before we started. So, hang on, let me make this slightly bigger. There we go. All right. Uh, blah 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 blah. E League Showdown Magic the Gathering Arena Weekly Esports Competition Series. First competition will be this Wednesday, April twenty second. 6 p.m. Eastern Time. The series will continue with a new competition each Wednesday at 6 through May 27th. And you've got players playing. Players selected through a combination of invitations and player applications. And it'll be a single elimination match. And there you go. Yeah, so hey, if yep, you want to see more Arena, uh, it's got a commentary team that you recognize, Ailey's V, uh, Riley, can't think of his last name, Marshall Sutcliffe, Cedric Phillips, and Corey, wait, how come Cedric and Corey get their last name but everyone else doesn't? That's weird. Um, Probably making them fit? So you don't... No, because conf- like... You don't confuse Cedric with that other Cedric who would be on the commentary team for Magic Arena? I would wager each of them was told to type in, do a form, and they did it differently. Ow. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, More places to watch people playing Arena competitively. Yay! Esport. Uh, and also, chat has pointed out that my my tone when I go on these soapbox rants comes off as condescending, and it is. <laughs> it's true. Uh, apologies. Not really. Not really. Uh, See, he had to get that extra little condescending. Yeah, like I don't mean for my tone to be condescending, but if I think about it, my tone is condescending. So. Apologies for that, sorta. <laughs> but I've I've just been dealing with magic players and whining about stuff for so long that I have zero patience for it anymore. And, and that that comes across. So yeah. It's not a thing I apparently have control over. I can't be like, okay, you guys, everything's gonna be fine, you bunch of whining entitled bastards. Like, I can't make that sound happy. I have this is just who I am. I put on no airs. So, you know. <laughs> It'll be okay. Uh, so, moving on. <laughs> so, Clues, you put this in the show notes, I think. Whoa, crap. Which one? It's about the, it's about the shirts? Yeah. There's, there's All right, whole, yeah. I can't actually make this fit the way my screen is cropped. 
Okay, that's that's fine. We got a link. It's in the show notes. Hey, first of all, by the way, we have okay, show notes. I can make it slightly. So more. if ever you are listening to this, perhaps one day in the far flung future, or maybe in the past, look, I'm not gonna like constrain you to any one timeline. And you happen to be on, say, public transit. Maybe you're Steve and you're on the bus and you're listening to this show on your headphones, and you think to yourself, Wow, that was an interesting thing. I'd kind of like to see that article that they're talking about. We have show notes with links to all of these articles. Well, the, the uh, I want to say that is, uh, yeah, the, the audio version, um, in the video version, there's the, a link to the show notes. There's a link to the show notes. It's down in like, the, there's, there's a link to the audio version's the... post. So you have to make is an it... extra click. Apologies. Okay. Yeah. Well, but still, it's only a couple of clicks. You still don't have to type in an address because who wants to do that? Come on, man. Correct. Anyway, where were we? Oh yeah. I think it was like a week and a half ago. There was, I think, a tweet by somebody tangentially involved with Wizards, I don't know, uh, that drew to my attention that there are uh, a whole bunch, like a whole just slew of magic t-shirts available at designbyhumans.com. They've got a whole Magic the Gathering shop. And uh, if you check them out, some of these look pretty cool, quite frankly. I mean... They're yeah. mostly magic tees, so they're almost all black because, you know, we're, we're gamers, question mark. Uh, but still, they got some great designs they got going on here, including a uh, red mana symbol and uh, another kind of flamey red mana symbol. Mm. You've got Chandra, and you've got a third kind of red mana symbol. Um, we've got a red planeswalker symbol, if you want to get in on that. You've got a stained glass red planeswalker symbol. That's pretty neat. Also, those of you on screen are only seeing four. This actually, there are five in each row. But the way I've got my my scene cropped, you can't see the ones that are over here on the left. So there's more than what you're seeing on screen. Is what I'm saying. There's a more different one with Chandra on it, and a yeah. bolt you, and this one that says uh, "Plains and Swamp and Mountain and Forest." That's a great one. I think this one's misprinted though. It also says "Island." I don't know what's up with that, but your mileage may vary. Is what I'll say. Anyway, there's some neat designs, some neat t-shirts. Um, we're nerds. We like our t-shirts with stuff that we like on them. And here it is. Here's stuff that you like on t-shirts for your torso. So, or I'm wearing for, a cuphead shirt right now. So he's right. Or, you know, for makeshift mask usage, I'm not going to judge, you know, you do what you need to. Yeah, he's not going to judge. He stopped doing that a couple years ago. I stopped doing that a while back because yeah. I didn't have time. Hmm. That'll do it. Anyway, cool t-shirts. Check them out. That's pretty much it. That's that's all there is to this one. T-shirts. All right. All right. And finally, there there's one more thing, and it's the uh, the magic. Whoops. Let's see. Is this. Yeah. There we go. The Magic Fest Online uh, Season One Finals apparently happened at some point. I don't know when, but they happened. And nothing has happened in season two yet. So even though this was before the new set came out, figured we would run through it real quick just for, you know, the sake of completion. Uh, I don't know who won because this is just the freaking top eight because, of course, we'll go dig for that in a second. Uh, Let's see. The top eight, we had Sean Goddard playing Just Guy Fires, Fabrizio and Terry playing Racto Sacrifice, Andre Santos was playing Bant, Luis Salvato was playing Tamer Adventure, Uh, Takumi, holy crap, Utsunomiya. Utsunomiya. 
I, I almost had that right. It's playing Bant. Alexander Gordon Brown was on Teamer Adventures. And uh, Taria Kakumai. Kakumai. Is that right? Kakumai. There we go. Was playing Racto Sacrifice. And David Rude was playing Jeskai Fires. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay, Vincent gave me a link. Because apparently I closed the other one that had the multiple links. And Fabrizio and Terry won with the Racto Sacrifice deck. Nice. You'll notice there were a bunch of names on there that you, you might have recognized because, you know, good players are good. That's that's how magic works. Checks out. Yeah. And look, he he came out on top using Stone Coil Serpent, which was a breakout card from the weekend. A breakout card at the very end of a format. That's yeah. amazing. Which is fun. Those are fun. Yeah, that's awesome. I, huh. <laughs> you don't see that terribly often in like the last week of the format. Or last couple weeks, depending on when this happened. But okay. So that's us. And that's magic. Magic. Yay, magic. Magic brings us here today. But not in person. No, no, never in person. All right, so let's wrap it up then. Okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter at SqueeGoblinTheBob. There is no Iron Goblin because it's probably off playing Final Fantasy VII right now without me, like a jerk. Um, yeah, I, I remember the last time we did an episode, I think I did... It wasn't an episode. I think it was just like the streaming general conversation thing from a few weeks back that I'd commented on how I played the FF7 remake demo and I wasn't that excited about it. But I ended up picking up the game anyway um, just to have something to do that weekend. And the demo did an absolutely terrible job of selling the game. And the game is actually good. So there's a weird 180 for you. Um, <laughs> the demo is just running you through the on-rails reactor mission at the start of the game. So it does absolutely nothing to showcase what makes the game good. Which is seeing the massive deviations that they did to fill out characters, fill in some plot holes, explore a lot more of the city, do way more cool stuff, and just, in general, play with characters that are more fun to play with in Cloud, beating things with his default attacks. So, yeah. If you like Final Fantasy VII and you haven't already checked it out, like, it might be worth at least watching some people YouTube for a minute. Um, I've been having fun with it. Um, other than that, I've just been doing a bunch of work stuff that's boring, so I'm not going to bother you with it. And last week, I jumped on to Overwatch for a few hours with Chewie. And at no point in Mr. Heroes did I get to play Echo, so I have no opinions there. Wait, you um, never did at all? No, I never once got Echo in the, like, 15 to 16 games of Mr. Heroes we played. Not even once. Not even, like, spawned as Echo as the match ended. I never once got Echo. That's awkward. I got Echo, like, three or four times that night. I I remember. <laughs> I also remember getting killed by Echo a lot. So, there's that. But, yeah. Maybe next time I'll just do Quick Play Classic. We'll see. I mean, that's tomorrow night. We could do that. Yeah, could happen. Um, but that's about all I've got going here. Other than, oh, yeah. And if you're in one of the states where you're allowed to go outside, I'm reiterating this. Don't. Just don't. Please don't. 
I and promise if, it's. I don't care how stir crazy you are. It's not worth it. Just if, if they're inside. making you, be very careful, please. Yeah. If you have any agency in this decision, do not do that. If you have to do it, be as careful as you can. Um. History is not in favor of the path that we're on right now. So yeah, this happened before, uh, back in uh, 1919 with the Spanish flu. There was there was a really, a really long and 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 well researched uh, Twitter thread about this uh, called the Anti Mask League. People were so pissed off about uh, a, a quarantine and shutdown and being forced to wear masks in uh, 1919 that they went out and protested and eventually got made it. It got the law forcing you to wear masks overturned, and then. Spanish flu had a, another second wave of infection. And killed way more people than the yeah. first time. So here we are in 2020 watching history repeat itself because Karen wants a haircut and white people can't be told, no, you can't do something. They have to go out and say, yes, I can. So Be yeah. smart. Be, be responsible. And if you're not doing it for yourself, do it for everyone else you've ever cared about. Yeah. That's it right there. As we've said many times, and I am going to sound condescending on this one on purpose. Oh, please It's do. not about you. It's about all the other people that you could potentially infect when you get sick and don't know it yet. Let's be yeah. real for a second. I hate it. I hate it. I haven't seen my parents in almost two months. I haven't seen anybody in almost two months. I hate having to put on gloves and a mask to go DoorDash. I hate having to come in and disinfect everything before I can do anything in my house. Like, it doesn't matter. These are all things that have happened. It doesn't matter how bad I have to pee. It doesn't matter how hungry I am. And it doesn't matter if I have something in my eye. I can't do anything in the house till I do the full disinfecting routine. I hate it. I wish I could make it stop. But you know how you make it stop? But you keep doing it! Until it's better! You shut up and you deal with it because that's the only way we all get through it! Jesus Christ! (laughs) Stay home if you don't have to go out! It's not hard! It feels hard! It's not hard! We have all the information and entertainment at the touch of a finger we could ever want. We can go and have people bring us food. And they're like, I don't want to. Shut up. Stay in the house if you can. If you you don't have to go out, don't. Because you're getting people killed. Yes, you. Was that condescending or was that just angry? Because I was trying to go for both. I think I missed condescending on that one. Yeah, I I think it was mostly angry. Yeah, I certainly wasn't condescending enough. It was honest, you know. I'm but watching it was the entire country the fall to stupidity around me, and it drives me up the wall. Because it's even my parents, who are old and ornery, are like, are people stupid? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah. If you're We're like, I can't wait to grab get my hair did, don't! <laughs> Just as a as a general reminder, like, aside from everything else going on here, the more people bust out on their own right now, the longer we're going to have to deal with this. Like we would all like it to be done sooner. This is the group project where we can't have anyone screwing it up for the rest of us. We will hate you. Yeah. 
Now, before I get any of this, if you have a job and you have to go to work, that's fine. I'm not talking to you, obviously. I go out and try to do my part to keep people in the house by bringing them food so they don't have to go out because I trust me to stay safe more than I trust them to stay safe to go out and get food. That's why I do it. That and it, you know, pays the bills. That and you're also in a in a low risk category, right? You're young and otherwise healthy. So you uh, deliver food as far so as people know, who yeah. aren't are able to get food. Exactly. But seriously, like if if mark my words, if South Carolina opens up again and starting Friday, Carolina. there's gonna be a giant spike of uh, infections followed by a giant spike in deaths two to three weeks later. It's just going to happen. And that means that then the quarantine will have to last even longer. This is not sane, rational people. It's it's just not. And other states are apparently opening. Uh, Georgia was the one that was big deal, big news today. But apparently, Bill tells me South Carolina is opening too. That's and what living I was told. in North Carolina, I'm now terrified of the people south of me more than I already was. I've always been afraid of South Carolina. Let's be real, but just be safe and whatever your options are, choose the safest ones. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I just, <clears throat> that was, that was in. welling up and it was going to come out sooner or later. So it's all good. At least we got to reach an audience. Although as Chad points out, probably anyone listening to this is in full agreement, but yeah, that's fair, but this might actually inspire someone who's listening to convince their idiot friend who thinks that they want to go out to actually speak up and say, no, look, that's really, really dumb. Yeah. I need you to not do that. Yeah, we're going to look up Anti-Mask League 1919. It sounds like it would be such a comic book thing. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, it really sounds like a like a group of Batman villains. Yeah, it's just an Google anti-superhero it? group. If you Google Anti-Mask League 1919, you'll get a Wikipedia article and uh, the the Twitter thread uh, by Tim Mock. That's T-I-M space M-A-K is his name. Uh, for God's sake, yeah. If, if anyone is like, I don't see what the big deal is, please poke me. I will send you a link. Yeah. And you can then forward it to the, those people. Just This has happened before. We have hard evidence of it. And yet people are still, I want to go get my hair did. And I hate them all. <laughs> we can't see your hair. This is your chance to do something cool with it that no one will ever see. Learn how to cut your own hair and then buy a hat. <laughs> yeah, see, Clues is wearing a hat. Yep. Yeah, if, if I could, look, you've, you've brought it up several times, the whole I, I, I need to go get my hair did um, um, uh, thing. Uh, so something that people may not know about me is that one of my favorite things in the world is to get a haircut. I really, really love getting haircuts. It's why he grows hair. I feel like the whole world just seems better after I get a haircut. It's just such a wonderful feeling. And yet, here we are in this. And you know what I did? I cut my own hair. You know why? Because I can't go out and get my haircut, and that's just fine. I'll just do it myself. And you know what? I have a terrible haircut right now. <laughs> how bad? Bad enough that I'm wearing a hat. That's how bad my haircut is. So if you're not, if you're not watching the stream, you're missing out. So there you go. Clues, what are the chances we could get you to take the head off? Uh, For for the stream? Okay, here. Here's here's my haircut. There you go. You like that? For those of you who are just listening to this MP3, Clues actually has mushrooms growing out of his skull. I have completely lost my part. 
because I took it way, way too in this whole area, I took it way too short and it's all ragged and it's, it's, it's bad. It's real bad. I, I think it looks fine. Clues, but, but that's yeah. okay. It's that's not fine. about what I think it's about what clues thinks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm dissatisfied with it, but you know what? That's fine. Because you should get by, your money back. <laughs> by cutting my own hair, I have, you know, not endangered anyone. Besides which, it's just hair. It's going to grow back until it doesn't because I'm old and then it's that's fine, too. Yeah. yeah all, all this is on borrowed time. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get the monkey butt genetic. right right here uh, on, the, on the crown. You know, I can't actually see. No, but you know what I'm back. talking about. I do. <laughs> the You know, the, the crown of my head. I'm starting to get the it's thinning are, there. Are we talking about male pattern baldness? I thought male pattern baldness was the was inching upwards from. I think it's actually both. Things. I don't know. I don't, I don't actually know, know either. That. Again, I, I have hats. Uh, I like hats. <laughs> I just don't care. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's also fair. So, Clues, what's what's your, your yeah, hey, thing? Since I sort of jumped so, in there with yeah, an angry I, I, I guess I'll say a couple of things. Uh, the first is that if you want to get in touch with me, I'm at Lockluze, spelled just like it is in the show notes. Uh, you can find me there on the Twitters. That's the best place to find me. Um, I do have a thing that I want to talk about real quick. Normally I'd reserve this kind of thing for the odds and ends cause it's uh, kind of a, a short little story, but it's kind of uplifting and given some of the terrible stuff, I feel like we need to add an uplifting. Can we, can we put in an uplifting thing? Cause Wait, I'd like me to interject an uplifting thing. Squee just subbed with I just realized for that the 20th month. Nice. not doing an episode last week meant I probably ended a streak. Yeah, mine's mine's gonna go. Uh, mine's gonna come up. I think between now and the next time we record is is mine. Uh, but here's here's a little uh, uplifting story from another hobby of mine. So for those who don't know, uh, I play the ukulele. Big 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 fan of the ukulele. I don't play it well, but I have fun when I do it. So I really enjoy it. Um, and I want to talk for just a moment. And believe it or not, there's a point to this. Just wait for it. I promise. There's a point to this. I want to talk for a moment about a company called Aquila. They're an Italian company that makes strings. This is one of their packets of strings here. Uh, Aquila Nile gut strings are one of the most common strings you'll find on new ukuleles. Um, they're made out of nylon, but they're meant to simulate the sound and feel you got with gut strings. Because back in the day, they were made of made of gut, which is kind of creepy now that I think about it. But that's fine. But I want to talk about this company because this company is in Italy. They can't work right now. They're shut down. Like the company cannot make strings because like everything in Italy is just shut down because, you know, everything got completely out of hand over there. Uh, however, the guy who runs this company, uh, he goes by the handle of Mimo on uh, on several ukulele forums that I frequent. Um, he and a couple of volunteers from his company went back in and started back up the production lines, but they did it because they actually make essentially extruded plastic strings is what they make. And so what they're doing right now is they're using their setup and their tech to extrude monofilament for 3D printers. And that monofilament is going to volunteer organizations that are building fittings to go from face masks to ventilators for hospitals in Italy. And they're doing it completely free, completely on their own, just to try and help out. And I thought that that was really neat. That is. That's excellent. There you go. An uplifting story from uh, a ukulele string maker in Italy. Nice. And that's that's all I have. So over to you, Chewy. 
God, do I have to keep talking? Jeez, I've been I've been so condescending and angry on this Just episode. Just Manipool, Manipool, Manipool. At Manipool. Yeah, Manipool at all the places, all the things. It's the Manipool. Yeah, but... I'm a lifeguard be... for Manipool, Manipool, Manipool. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, over on, on the YouTube channel, what's going on right now is... Well, today was the nerf report for Hearthstone because Demon Hunter nerfs part two happened. They went public already. I, I logged in today and I got the little pop-ups like these cards changed, and I went, "Holy crap!" Uh, so yeah, Mike and I went into great detail about those nerfs and lots of Hearthstone nerf-related stuff. Uh, philosophy sort of like uh, because it's a digital card game, they can just tweak some numbers so they could release. Sort of like in, in Overwatch, when they release a new hero, the new hero is always overpowered so that it's fun to play for a little while. And then they, you know, they tamp down some numbers and make some nerfs and then things are fine. Uh, they did that with the new class in Hearthstone, which, again, is like adding purple to magic. Sort of. But adding a tenth class is, is almost as complex as adding a, uh, a sixth color to magic. And, uh... So they released it just a hair overpowered so that it would be, you know, fun and interesting and engaging. But now it's too, too powerful. So they're tweaking some things. And this is the second round of nerfs already. So yeah, that video went up today. And uh, what else is going up? I guess Halo Wars and Maze are still ongoing running series that are are going up over the next few days. There's probably going to be some Hearthstone in there too, Hearthstone Games. Yeah. And Monday Night Magic? Yay! Uh, this week on the Mana Pool, we're going to be covering the rest of the Ikoria stuff that we haven't yet, including all the weird Sharknado nonsense. Because last week we talked about, like, the big cycles, the companions, and the triumphs, and the uh, ultimatums, and all the mythics, and then we sort of ran out of time. So we're going to be looking at the rest of the set after that, just... Because there's there's weird stuff in the set, right? Like it's just weird. Checks out. Yeah. So yeah, that's that uh, over on Twitch. Honestly, I don't know what's going on on Twitch. Uh, I currently have so many things on my hard drive that need to be turned into videos that I'm afraid to play more stuff that I need to record for fear of running out of hard drive space. So, like, this weekend, I played a lot of Skyrim. I did two, like, six-hour streams of Skyrim because I just really wanted to walk around and do things. So I'm a rocket-powered, because I have rocket-powered boots that are super safe from a mod. They're totally, perfectly... Clues, you showed up, and so they're totally safe, I, right? I did. The, the rocket boots are kind of great. You should just use those all the time. But but they're totally safe, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Just like in real life. I mean, there might be a warning in the user manual, but pff, it's fine. Who is I that? I don't know about, I don't know about the, the real life part. Uh, that, that's on Bill. Lawyers, that's on Squee. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, I'm, it I'm is on, on the legal I'm, entity of Squee Goblin Nabob. Exactly. I swear, Your Honor, Squee Goblin Nabob told me it was a good <laughs> idea to wear rocket boots. How could this have happened? But, yeah, uh... I'm I'm uh, in Skyrim. I'm currently a a rocket powered boot wearing werewolf kitty thief man. Oh, dude, it's like anime. 
Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's actually yeah. the only qualifier I needed. And so yeah, that's that's been fun. But yeah. But I stream all the time here on Twitch. There's a YouTube video that goes up every day on YouTube. And of course, Manipool Productions on the whole is a Patreon supported endeavor. You can get a variety of stuff. Not physical stuff. You can get early access. You can get the odds and ends. You can get the sponsorship shout out. So hey, let's do the sponsorship shout out and thank <sighs> Jason Doan, Kim Ho, Andrew Hunt, Al, Lance Delicious, Timmy Hillis, how are you? Connor Kennedy, John Morris, Alex Gonzalez, Scuzzo, Jeff Spencer, Stuart's Law. PJ McMullen, Casey, Danny Liao, Cody Buckowing. Wait, I lost. Hang on, it scrolled. Uh, uh, uh. Jake Jansen's, Jason Kaus, John Parker, Aleph Cat, Beardy Man, Bartle. I was hoping. Oh, God. Okay. I was trying to get the sneeze out and it didn't, or get out before the sneeze happened and then the sneeze didn't happen. It just sort of threatened. Where was I? Uh, Backwards Logic, ALK Alters, and the Beast Father, Aaron Goodwine. Whew. Oh, God. You're out of practice. Ugh, um, just a little bit. So, yeah, thank all of you lifeguards at every tier for your support uh, because it allows me to keep doing what I'm doing, bringing you all this insane amount of free content. And, yeah, I, I appreciate it very much. And with that, uh, yeah, we're going to be done with Monday Night Magic number 688. For God's sake. Don't go out unless you have to. And if you have to, please be safe. Please. Please. Because if there's another spike, then we're going to have to keep the quarantine thing going even longer. And there's going to be another spike. So we're going to have to keep it going even longer. So just resign yourself to that. that I Do not it up be part of the body. problem. Do what? <laughs> Do not be part of the problem. Do not be part of the problem. There's other people that have messed it up for everybody. Ugh. So, yeah, with that, we're done. So, uh, thank you all so very much for joining us. And, uh, go play some Companions. <laughs>